her eyes start to get really red and she starts like sniffling and stuff like that. And I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. So then the next day or two, she texts me that she had to go to the hospital because she was having an allergic reaction to, to the gay. Cat- to gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Who knew? Hey guys, starting off a little different, I'm partnering for the first time ever, and it's so cool because it's with my friend, Mariama Jai. She just started this business. She's black, she's bisexual, and she makes FDT hats. That's fuck Donald Trump hats. It's really, really cool. The hats are even manufactured by a black-owned business in the Bronx. And get this, 10% of every purchase goes to the Navajo and Hopi COVID-19 relief fund. They look really good too. I have one. I'm posting a picture on my Instagram so that you can see and it'll be in my story. The organization is fantastic. So check those hats out. I really hope that we can raise a lot of money for them and also have a hat that just uh, says F you to Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. It's interesting though because like uh, if you talk to straight women – I'm not sure publicly, but definitely privately, like a lot of straight women are are attracted to like lesbians, whether or not they even consider themselves to be bisexual. I wish we had the soundboard right now because I would hit the applause. Um, (laughs) Just a standing (laughs) ovation for that. Because it's like for me, like I I, I'm very straight. Like I think more straight than if I was to take a test, I'm like more straight than it is is normal. That being (laughs) that being said, like if I was going to date a woman it would be like Leah Delaria. Like it's not going to be a a lipstick lesbian for the straight people. (laughs) No, you're not for the straight people listening. uh, Leah Delaria is boo on orange is the new black. Am I right? Gara? Oh, I don't, I don't watch Orange is the New Black. I love how you assume that I watch Orange is the New Black, though. That's a big deal for me. <laughs> Leah Delaria plays like every, during the 90s, Leah played every sort of token, butch, bulldike, lesbian in every, like, I believe in Friends, I believe in maybe Seinfeld. I can't remember. But, well, let's dive, we're, we're here, so let's just dive into it. What we do Corinne, as we go round table, we say the gay sex that we had that week. You don't have to have had <laughs> gay sex, obviously. I was like, I'm gonna, I, I, I would be happy to offer it had I had it. Oh, and Gara is the youth in the sound booth. I they am, keep, hello. There's no sound booth right now, but they keep me from getting canceled is the idea. Oh, right. how, wait, I how, failed a lot, but. <laughs> how, young, how young is your young Gara? 17. So I'm at my parents' house. Just like, are you I'm really seventeen? No, no, no. Twenty three. I was like seventeen. I know, but you'd be like, I have to hang up. Like, you're really well spoken. I've watched some clips. Wow, <laughs> you really know a lot for seven. You've had a lot of gay sex yeah, for seventeen. I'm like really mature for my age. So. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. Well, we are in the apartment. We are having gay sex. Uh, Corinne Fisher. So I have a secret, Corinne. Okay. Um, and I'm trying, I should have said this earlier because now, now that we're recording. Oh, is this a trap? No, it's not, yeah, it's I'm not so a trap. It's always a trap. <laughs> I don't know what she's going to say. <laughs> no, when, okay. So I, when I started my podcast, I, it was partially because of your podcast. Oh, cool. Corinne Fisher is the co-host of Guys We Fucked, which is, the, and also the co-host of Two Less Lonely Girls. Am I missing anything? 
Two Less Lonely Girls is, is basically on hi- hiatus. Maybe it won't, will never come back, back again, but I started a podcast uh, about 20 weeks ago with Joe DeRosa called Without a Country. So that's like a new- That's right. Yeah. That's right. So a lot of big podcasts, but Guys We Fucked was huge and is huge. And I thought to myself, there's an army of women out there looking for sex positive content and none of it addresses queer sex positive stuff. So I was like, I wonder if I put this out there, if this will fill that niche. And um, apparently the answer was yes. Like I did not expect anything this lesbians so are far. very overlooked like I know it's about queer sex in general but like lesbians specifically that's something that I I noticed firsthand in like you know this podcast has been like seven years already like just no one has the answers we're literally like bring, <laughs> I, we, oh my god bring, like lesbian comedians on and we're like do you scissor and everyone's like no what like <laughs> and we're like no, we're not even trying to be funny we just don't know no people answer. really don't know we gotta do a scissoring episode <laughs> I didn't prepare oh, I for that. it, but um, because I have so many thoughts on scissoring. I have a deep, deep thoughts on scissoring. The, like the origin of scissoring. Like, where does that come from? We like, need what? a spinoff. We need a spinoff podcast. Just on scissoring. scissoring. Scissor sisters. There you go. It's up. Uh, done. Anyway, but uh, yeah, I'm Ashley Gavin. I'm a cis gay woman. I use the she, her pronouns. Um, I'm white and uh, Gara, youth in the sound booth. Mm-hmm. I'm Gara Lawning. I'm a. <laughs> You're stuttering on your name. Well, the thing is, is I've never had problems with my internet. Can I take one little second? Hold on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost her. Uh, do you want to do your in- your like pronouns and identifiers and shit sure. like that? Sure. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm a cis straight woman. Uh, it's she, her. I'm white, but I am Jewish. So some members of the hey. alt right would disagree. <laughs> Oh my God, Gary, you guys, you're back! I'm back, and I that was perfect hear timing. Anything for like 15 minutes? I was sitting here just like nodding my head. Everyone's gonna be like, "Why is Kara like not responding like a normal person?" I'm like, "Cool, cool." What if I was frozen the whole episode? Right, right. Corinne, Corinne's like, "Actually, I'm joining the clan," and Gara's like, "Yes, yes." <laughs> the first so Jewish member of the done. clan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, woo, I'm back. Uh, I'm Gara Lawning. I'm a white person. Go by they, them. I'm pansexual, and that's it. Yeah, we're going to get into our gay sex. So I'm going to go back to the archives because I have not had gay sex this week. I haven't even <laughs> jerked off this week. Wow. Have you jerked off this week? I, I jerk off an absurd amount. And if people actually knew how many times I jerked off, uh, it, people would be disgusted. So. Cool. Actually, no. Jerk off as much as you want, okay? <laughs> Love yourself. Literally. Amazing. You, so you're, also, some people have said to me that I shouldn't say jerk off because I'm not jerking off. But I don't, I, I like the term jerk off. I like it too. I think a lot of like comedians use that whether, whether, no matter what they identify as. It's more fun. It's more powerful too. It's just the common term. It's like in the vernacular. So yeah, Every, I don't know. I mean, everyone needs to relax a little bit. Like call it whatever you want. It's your body. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it going right. to a street fair. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man, I'm going to get oh. some cotton 
cotton candy at the street fair. (laughs) Going to the street fair. There's some corn dogs at the street fair. Exactly. People are like, you're going to a street fair? Canceled. Yeah. (laughs) You're done. That's the problem right now. I'm definitely going to call it going to the street fair from now on um, because it's fun, but also like a little dirty. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And you never know who's going to pop up. You know, there's always like that. What? Like in your brain. You can incorporate food and games at a street fair. Yeah. Public voyeurism, if you're into that. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go into the archives for this one. And and because you're here, Corinne, I'm going to talk about a straight woman. I I don't know. You don't know anything about me. So, like, we've hung out a few times. You've been on my show. We're going to have you on the show again, obviously, when we come back. But uh, you, we'll we don't see. know we'll each see. other that. It, it, we'll see how this goes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. prom- no, that's, no promises. No, no that's promises. fair. That's fair. She could get canceled, and I might I not. I could. Yeah. yeah. Totally. We don't know how this is going to go. So. I get canceled a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> have you been canceled? Oh, God, yes. Numerous times. But you've made a comeback. I'm fighting I'm fighting with, a like, a tween online right now. <laughs> I love the fear. I love the fear of a, a I have actual, podcaster. I actually have fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll literally, I'll literally say anything, so. <laughs> um i think i err on the side of when you're talking about canceling someone for something that they did decades ago it should truly be treated on a case-by-case basis and see if that person has learned atoned understood that it was wrong apologized and not made the mistake again if that's the case depending on what it was i don't think that they should be universally canceled i really don't because the language and verdict there's I guarantee you in 20 years the term non-binary will probably be offensive like we won't say that anymore we're gonna have a new Maybe word a thousand for it. things that are offensive and that's yeah. what, especially with a sex show or about when I'm do- dealing with things that I don't know about like I I ask a lot of what I would consider probably like if I was asking them on the street at the street fair, um, insensitive <laughs> questions, right. but I preface it by saying like, even like when I sat down with you both today, I'm like, if I say anything insensitive, let me know. I'm just using the vernacular that I am familiar with. Of course. Some of that maybe doesn't work anymore. And then oh. I'll adjust it accordingly. Of course. So and I, I will say it's so crazy to me that especially being in the comedy world as a non non-binary person and then be well, like coming out as non-binary while I was doing comedy. And I felt like all the time I was always being so cautious and no one around me was being as cautious as I was. And I mean, I think I think it's also experience uh, kind of adjusts how you how you move through the world. So you there's more experiences that that you've had. I'm like, I'm like now I'm like you. I would still say you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love it when people do that it's because two it makes you double it's take. two as in spanish right. it's the t right. from they them and then we're bringing in so i'm kidding wait I'm are kidding, you fucking with me yes no. we, we are fucking with you, with you. you. <laughs> because i have i have very little trauma from childhood but i do have trauma because my mom's an english teacher so i already <laughs> am so fucked up in my head about grammar right and the grammar is totally different with they them my yeah. mom would email me back like a correct, like a corrected email, like yes. a red marked email. That's fucked Corinne, up. I was just thinking that today trauma. that 
my mom literally was so fucking into grammar that like if yeah. I messed up on anything, she would correct me right away. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I haven't come out as they them. Right. That's she's, not the only reason. She's They're not even mad. She's not even mad. She's like, yeah, gender is a spectrum, but don't you dare use they them because it doesn't I make sense sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We are so derailed. I'm going to get us back on track, but I want to talk about this straight woman that I uh, hooked up with. Um, because, well, you're, you're straight. So I thought this would appeal to you in some capacity. Anyway, look at me generalizing. Um, generalizing hello, straight, straight person. People. This is a straight girl that I, whatever. Um, but, <laughs> but I, uh, I hooked up with this girl. I had sworn off straight girls from my life because I have a problem. Um, I, I, I turn, this is not a good, this is so cancelable, but I, I've heard I this flip is a them. thing though. Yeah. I flip them. I'm a flipper. So, uh, <laughs> property brothers. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> am I Jonathan or the other one? What's what are their names? Who's dating Zoe Deschanel? <laughs> one of those. Oh da- yeah. Dating Zoe. Are you kidding? They have a kid together. I think. Yo, she has, not. she has fallen. You're dating a property brother. I, she's so, I hot. had the same thought. I was like, you could have done better than that, but so much better. So, any litter what a property brother you're the other one <laughs> i'm the other one anyway you know yeah, there's a yeah, third yeah. brother that like is just not hot and he doesn't get any airtime wow <laughs> neither of them are actually hot but like anyway this girl i'm at this show this is a long time ago i swore off straight girls i was like no 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 this then i'm at this show this girl is sort of flirting with me like very very star fuckery type of flirting like oh, you're so, you're so good. You're about to pop off, like all this stuff. And I was like, this is star fuckery, but I'm here for it because right, she's very right. attractive. <laughs> so, and she's like, um, she's a comedian, but she's not a real comedian. Does that make sense? I, I hope you said that right to her face. I said, you are not a real comedian. Okay, whatever. So that would make a straight girl wet anyway. <laughs> wow, that, that's some real negging. Is that? Yeah, uh, exa- exactly. Yeah. It is. It's high, it's high power negging. Um, so then we text for a very long time. And whenever it sort of gets hot and heavy texting, she pulls back. And she, like, talks this really big game on stage about, like, the one time that she's, like, had a threesome with a woman. Like, she, mm-hmm. on stage, she's very open about it. She okay. like talk- Yeah, yeah. And she, like, talks about eating pussy and all this stuff. And, like, I was, like, I just assumed because of that, yeah, she's straight, but, like, she's, like, experienced. She's, like, you know, it's on a spectrum or whatever. And so we're texting. It gets hot and heavy. And then she, like, pulls back. And then finally I'm, like, what are we doing? Just, like, invite, like let me come over like the whole thing i come over there's so many layers to this hookup because so many things went poorly so (laughs) (laughs) i'll just address them one by one the first thing that went poorly is you know when someone has like a move when they kiss yeah like they like, like you know they're going in for it like like they have like a they think that this is the most awesome part of their kiss like there's like a lip bite or like a suck or like a like yeah uh, the suck thing is it's where you lose me i i can't deal with like a prolonged lip suck it's no one much. can deal with a prolonged lip suck especially if you just met someone it's like this is like six month in like material like this is when we like get to know each other i don't mind a little lip suck but like if if you're gonna that if that's your move you need to rest the game that's an improv right. reference right there but like you know <laughs> what i mean like and she she was like teasing me i would like go into kiss and she would like pull away too many times like just oh. just let me kiss you 
Right, right, yeah. right. Then it's like I'm chasing you. Yeah, and it felt very on brand for her, like with all the texting and oh. the pulling away. So it was just like mm-hmm. I was very, um, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, give me, give me a clear read on this. So then we, <laughs> this was the second thing that went kind of weird, and I like don't know what to think of it. Then we we start having sex. I'm like touching her. I'm I'm um I'm like uh finger fingers on her clit. Because Gare and I have been debating whether or not fingering is internal or can also be clit stuff. That's I think true. it can also be clit stuff. I agree. I'm, look, <laughs> maybe, is, maybe we're just old school. Um, yeah, maybe we're just old school. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe. Maybe 17 year olds uh, don't finish that joke. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, but hey, yeah, write in, listeners. Yeah, Actually, don't, what is don't fingering? Write no, write into me whether or not you think fingering is internal, external, or both. Um, I already know I'm gonna lose this battle. <laughs> what would you call? What would you call touching the clit if that's not fingering? Like you, it needs another name. Matt. I agree, and I think like flicking the bean is disgusting, and that's like more heavy masturbatory. Petting. Heavy petting, really? Have you ever heard like a? Parent, what like, year is like what year is nineteen fifty? Yeah, I'm like in Greece. I've heard you know you they say heavy petting. I know what it means. I would Wait, never use it though. What does heavy petting mean? I thought that was just like messing around, like grabbing a yeah, boob, it's like touching stuff a thigh. Leading up to sex. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, well, making we were whoopee. <laughs> we were making whoopee. Um, so I'm like touching her clit, and she goes, and this is hands down. The weirdest thing that's ever been. I don't want to say weird. Uh, I don't know. This is dangerous. But she says, don't I have a really big clit? Oh, okay. It's <laughs> an, <interesting, laughs> an interesting thing to say. Like with pride. She said yeah. this. Okay. And, and she, <laughs> your face. So like, oh, all right. Um, but I was that like. That would be like if I was halfway through a conversation with someone I just met and said, don't I have a really good personality? Like no one <laughs> fucking does that. It was. I didn't know. My really big personality. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I didn't know what it meant. Like I didn't know if yeah. it was a, a thing that she thought about gay people or if it was like. So I I just didn't know. And to be perfectly honest, her clit, I'm not out here measuring clits. I'm just, first of all, that's not something that I'm doing. I don't think anyone thought you did, (laughs) but thank you for clarifying. (laughs) Because that's serial murderer level shit to be, you know, carrying around a ruler. (laughs) But I didn't think her clit was like abnormally sized or big or small in either it just seemed like a pretty standard issue clit to me right she had a regular everyday clit and yeah. she's like everybody else she's a fucking lemming <laughs> say it actually also you do know you think someone think told her, her that maybe some maybe someone that's actually a really good point gara maybe someone maybe she's scarred someone said you have a big oh. clit and she's like now i feel like shit now I'm just making making fun of a bad sexual experience, maybe. Or maybe a good one. Maybe they were like, no, you have a dope clit. It's so big. And she was like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I've never heard anything like, I mean, like, obviously, like, I've heard things, you know, like, roast beef and stuff like that for the, for, like, you know, labia. labia yeah. But I've never heard anything. Oh, you've never heard that, Gara? No. Here nor no. there about a, a big clit. Yeah, I've I never. I hear it right now. <laughs> forgetting i fucking heard that that's so insane i think it's really disrespectful but i've never heard clit talk like honestly i've never heard any clit talk i've never heard anybody yeah yeah talk (laughs) 
<laughs> that's our next podcast. Is hey, quit, welcome quit talk. to Quit Talk. <laughs> just a couple guys talking about clits yeah, here. Just a couple guys. <laughs> it's JoJo and Dan, and we're here to talk about clits. I would love that. <laughs> quit Talk down at the street fair. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I just was like, yeah. Like, I, just, I didn't know. I was like, it's great. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I said. I just was like, keep it positive because, like, I have no idea how to respond. So just, like, keep it positive. Then here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. She comes. I'm, like, waiting. I'm Then I'm like, do-do-do, laying on the bed, like, you know, like, oh, my turn now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, mm. nothing, nothing. Not not. But she's straight. It's a very good point. I was like, I'd let you finger me too. You know, like <laughs> is it just it feels good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I I didn't expect. I've never had it not returned straight by whatever. I've never had anyone not return the favor, um, or at least like let me know that for some reason they they could not. You know what I mean? Like in that's why I'd be like my fi- my finger hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I have a paper cut. <laughs> Honest to God, with the girl that I'm seeing, one time I fingered her for so long I got tennis elbow. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. That's some real shit. That's yeah, I had to, crazy. I had to rest it. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> you and John she- McEnroe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to have her call me in bed. This is quick talk with John McEnroe. But... Uh, yeah, it was like a long time. It was probably like an hour. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know why we did it like that, but it just sort of started and it was like very hot. So I was like, let's just keep going. And I was in pain and I kept going, but, um, thank you so much. (laughs) This was like after I hadn't seen her in a while because she lives in Boston. So it was Uh just like marathon fucking and like weird shit. And yeah, the story is so long. Here's the main point. The main point is she doesn't return the favor. I wasn't mad because of course- you, when you're with someone, if they don't want to do something, no big deal. You know what I mean? Sure. I wish she had given me the heads up before because as a gay person. That's what I don't understand, though, is the heads up before. Like if I'm like. She knew she if wasn't. I'm like halfway through and feeling a little bit nervous because like newsflash, I'm a baby gay. So like if I'm feeling nervous, I'm just going to be like, I can't do it. No, like, sure. I just get stage fright. No, I, I think. But she didn't say anything about it even in the moment. She didn't say, hey, I'm nervous. I'm after like she didn't say when we were done hey i'm feeling really nervous i don't feel like i can go down on you she didn't say that she was just sort of like this is done and i was like okay not the best communication i'm a little right. frustrated she by just that sounds like a shit communicator she's she's the worst but um <laughs> she literally said this is done no 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 no, no. oh i was like this is done wow. i am out thank you to ashley thank you <laughs> wow <laughs> good night new york Uh, (laughs) all of it was so confusing the back and forth of the texting for so long was confusing the way she was so hot and cold the teasing and the kiss the everything about it there was no communication and I was just confused the whole time and again I sound like a dick because I'm like why didn't you return I'm that's not what I'm mad about what I'm mad about is the next part so the next part I put on my coat I'm leaving and she starts to have her eyes start to get really red and she starts like sniffling and stuff like that. And I'm like, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. So then the next day or two, she texts me that she had to go to the hospital because she was having an allergic reaction to, to the gay. Cat- to gay- <laughs> 
that's it. <laughs> that's it. No, to the cat, to the cat dander on my jacket. No, this isn't the next day. This is a few days later because I followed up with a text to be like, hey, how you doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Because it had gone so poorly in my mind that I was like, I need to follow up with her. Like, I sound like a dick now, but I truly was concerned and confused at the time. So I like followed up and then nothing, nothing, nothing. And then finally I went to the hospital because of the cat dander on your coat she's like I don't think we can ha- hang out anymore because of your cats I don't want to have to go back to the hospital and okay. I was like you were kind of ghosting me because of cat dander like that is an actual hate crime in the gay community I'm like pretty <laughs> sure this just seems like what straight men do you know what I mean problem is though it's hard it's hard to decipher what which of the behaviors are straight and which of the behaviors are because she's a comedian because you're, <laughs> that's you know it's like I that's like more maniac behavior so like I've had you know the things the things the or the behaviors that I accept from from comedians and this is not okay are like (laughs) so much worse than anything I would ever put up with from someone who is not a comedian we're fucked up people I mean it feels it feels to me like I don't know if you have like a read on it but I mean like I think sometimes straight women are just like using um gay experiences as as novelty and they don't Mm. and they don't feel like they almost are treating you less human because they're like well i am not actually sexually interested in this person truly i had never experienced it before until i have had relationships with women who consider themselves straight and been treated so much better i had never had anyone sort of what felt like used me as a uh, like an experimentation yeah sure um, i would say though in this girl's favor as someone who has been like earlier on discovering my sexuality and has been a little pillow princess okay i'm a little pillow princess and i can understand being nervous it just sounds like totally. to me that she was just super fucking nervous and also was like you know trying to like be like oh yeah i fuck girls like i fuck girls all the time and then like the minute she got into it she was like no 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 she talks about it on stage that's the part that i'm yeah, like yeah see that to me is just kind of like if you're see it's like if i get high and i just keep going i'm so high man i'm so high everyone at the party's like dude stop saying how high you are like Anytime there's a girl who's like, yeah, I fuck girls all the You're time. You're probably not that high also. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So again, I have no problem with not reciprocating. I just think that even if it comes down at the last, of course, anytime if if you're not down like don't worry about it just any kind of communication to me to let me know what's going on would be helpful because like I'm nervous too I'm hooking up with a straight person who's hooking up with with a woman for the first time like what do you think I'm gross like what's happening here you know what I mean I also think it's like it's like from the information you gave because you said not a real comedian I mean I (laughs) I think it's also someone who probably like needs attention but doesn't get booked enough so she's like another way to get attention is to have sex with a woman you know she's like i'll get on ashley's show if i have sex with her yeah i just don't i i and 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 also i mean i know people can respond to things the way what they want to but like that whole cat thing sounded very over dramatic it was super over dramatic 
And it's also like, if you're that allergic to cat dander, that's something that you would know. It's not like a cat is an exotic animal. You're not (laughs) Joe Exotic with a tiger in your fucking home. It's a regular house cat. And so if you're, I I know people who are that allergic to like regular, like domestic animals. It's like you give people a heads up because so many people have cats and dogs. It's like you're a lesbian. Of course you have a cat or a dog. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, that's like rude. Like be an ally, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Allyship 101, know that during your foot first hookup, you might encounter pet dander. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have a full rescue in your apartment. <laughs> um, Corinne, before I ask you if you've had gay sex this week, I wanted to plug your organization. Um, all of our Patreon donations this week will be going to your organization, 100% of them, and it's New Alternatives. They provide resources for LGBTQ homeless youth, which is unbelievable. Um, thank you so much for choosing that one. I'm really excited because I know that is a problem that disproportionately affects people of color, particularly trans people of color. So thank you for picking that one. Anyway, small plug, please donate, even if it's just a dollar. Corinne, did you have gay sex this week? I did not have gay sex this week. I've, I've never had full gay sex. I, I, I was in my head. I was thinking about all the uh, gay experiences I've had, and I can just give you a rundown if you just want to know. I would love a rundown of your gay experiences. Yeah, let's do it. Do you have so a spreadsheet? First time was like early 20s in a male gay club. Of course, I I mean, I, I was drinking heavily at this time. I was probably like 20, uh, 24, 25. That was like my heavy drinking um, years. And... <laughs> Uh, I was blackout at the time, but I remember it because it was so long ago that I had an actual regular digital camera with me, not my te- my phone. And I was looking through the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is old. Yeah. This was a long time ago. What's a digital ago. camera? Oh, God. <laughs> it sounds so cool. <laughs> Very bulky. <laughs> on a, like on a loop, on, like a mature. Yeah, those, those little yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> wrist straps that they have uh, on those old digital cameras. And I think it was at, I'm pretty sure it was that Barracuda, which would be in Chelsea. And, and what a, I and love what that a great you brought name. your digital camera. That's I brought my digital truly, camera. Yeah, yeah, You were excited. You were like, this is going to be a good night. I, also, I remember what I was wearing. It was like the most ridiculous outfit. It was like a gray bodysuit and cheetah print shorts. And then like boots that kind of looked like Uggs, but don't have lining like Uggs. And, you brought um, it. It was just weird. For the fucking gaze. <laughs> just a weird outfit. And, uh. Uh, there was like two people there from Spain, a husband and wife, like a straight couple who I guess had just, you know, there was a language barrier or maybe they just like gay culture and they were in, they were this straight couple in the middle of all these <laughs> gay men and me. And, uh, I, I made out with the wife and I was pretty <gasps> much blacked out. But all I remember is that her mouth was like very cold, like colder than any man's mouth I had ever kissed. <laughs> And you were like, are all women's mouths cold? Yeah. And I, I kind of liked it because it felt cleaner, you know, like, <clears throat> like when it's really cold, it felt like maybe like a sorbet, like a palate cleanser <laughs> at an Italian restaurant. I like to get it. Rid of all the men that you had previously hooked up with, you yeah, have with their this- hot patriarch mouths. And I was like, finally. <laughs> 
so that and then I and then I'm like looking back through the digital camera and I was like what did I get myself in and then of course I had to call all my friends and they were like yeah you were really going at it with this woman how did that happen do you even remember the steps leading up no we were just all on the dance floor and it was and I and I mean especially I mean knowing that they're European you know the Europeans are a little uh less uptight with their sexuality than Americans in general yeah and I'm like guessing like they were on vacation the only thing they is, probably like, thought you were also a tourist with your digital camera <laughs> why are they like, here they're like oh another european woman we should have sex <laughs> also another thing i will i will see because two out of my three gay experiences have this it's like th where there is a straight man watching who has some kind of a relationship mm. to the woman and so i that's why i'm always like think like some of that is like for show for for the male's sexual pleasure so right. like because I, I was thinking like you know in my that's a great question is it yeah. gay if it's for yeah because i was like why i was like why the hell would she make out with someone else in front of her husband and then i was like oh it's because when uh, you know a lot of times when a, a woman makes out with another woman like in front of the guy like it's not considered cheating it's considered like foreplay right. so, yes which is a really fucked up double standard that i think mm -hmm. is applied yeah to bisexual women a lot or pansexual women for sure uh, yeah whereas yeah. like two men making out in front of a girlfriend is like that that that's planned like that never happens just like at a party that's like a conversation that a boyfriend has with a girlfriend they plan it out they bring in the third guy you right. know what I mean like right. that that's not impromptu gay experimenting in front of your girlfriend yeah like I've had men tell me about like times that they made out with another man and I do like it I don't know if I would want to see it though and that's and that's I would I don't I don't think I would want to see my partner make out with anyone in front me of neither me. oh that's all I want that's all I want in life that's, really that, I just I want to get a bunch of dudes together and I just want to sit in the middle of them with like a popcorn and just like even your boyfriend oh yeah but this is so funny because this is what my story is going to be about. But really, like, sticking to this flow here. I like it, guys. <laughs> really, we, we all got uh, topics ahead of time. So, like, that's, that's the first. And then the second, the second has a lot of layers because I can't remember the exact order, but we'll say this a second. Um, it was my female and she identifies as bisexual, my female bisexual boss at the job that I Whoa. had right before I uh, started doing comedy full time. <laughs> so it wasn't like a super, super serious job. Like it was serious for her. She was a manager, but I was just like yeah, a, rece yeah, yeah. a receptionist at a day spa. So that was not serious for me at all. Day spa. Hot. Make in front of, yeah, we were all making out with each other at the Christmas party. Like it was, I mean, it was just... It was on it. was. I love this. This sounds like a Tumblr erotica that I would read in like <laughs> <Right>. 2011. <laughs> you have your little digital so camera on your wrist. Everyone was, <laughs> everyone was doing it. And I'm like, and I, I also, yeah, I mean, I, I was drunk at that time. I mean, I remember it, but I was, I, there was a lot of heavy drinking involved. And then, uh, third time was at a, a, a sex club that I was at a, a good friend, a straight male friend. And, but we would, we like, we would like hook up, but it was like, a, we never were dating. It was weird. We just used to have sex and hang out. And I let uh, a, a woman who was there with her husband, an older woman, finger me just because she seemed like she wanted to. <laughs> Wait, pause right there. Basically, like, knelt down and like started. Yeah. 
playing with my uh, vagina. So I was like, okay. Like, and the thing about women to me are so non-threatening that I just, that's all I'm like, I'm like, this doesn't, I'll try it, but yeah, I yeah. had zero feelings about it. And, and then, I, and then because I got really curious, I was like, I, and her husband was watching. I was like, I feel like she doesn't actually want to do that. I don't, I was like, I doubt oh. she's sincerely into women. Not that it was like non-consensual or that she was like, I think she had the same feeling about it as me. She's like, I, she was doing it because uh, to arouse her husband. But fingering, like jumping right to fingering is, is uh, that's quite the jump. You know what I'd I mean? rather be fingered by a stranger at a sex club than make out with them. To me, that's like the cleanest thing that you can do. That's true. That's I'm like, true. A, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. So I'm like really into hygiene. Listeners, if you're thinking about hooking up in a public place with a Virgo, maybe just go straight to fingering. Yeah, I'm really, really, really into hygiene. And then and then so I like kind of reached back just to feel if she was wet because I just I was like, I just want to see if she's into this or if she's right. doing or if my like inclination was correct. And if she was dry as a bone. And I mean, like she was also <laughs> like considerably old. This like I was saying so sad. So I didn't want to, you know, you know, people can be, you know, def, you know, drier at different ages. And I don't know her what her normal level right, of for sure of wetness is but i was like i'm i think i'm pretty correct on this and she was hurting me because she had fucking acrylics on and oh, i was like oh no and that's how you know corinne that, you should have led with that you should have led with that <laughs> i mean i knew like, she wasn't an actual lesbian no, or I even bisexual like, i, I just she was mean just like she was not waking up that day thinking that she was right, going to no. end up fingering someone like right, this no. just was a big surprise for yeah her. maybe she got there was feeling drunk maybe her husband really sucks and was like you should finger that girl and she was like okay uh yeah that's oh my god and based on her age i was like kind of proud of her for even experimenting (laughs) because it's not like it's that's so much more common like my mom is like yeah people like we like this was not as common as it is yeah you know today and then i'm sure even more common for people you know 10 years younger than me so mom if you're listening take off the acrylics (laughs) corinne is ready (laughs) And she's proud of you. Hurt so bad. Yeah, was she inside of you with the, this? Is every lesbian's worst nightmare? Was she inside of you with the acrylics? I think just like a like a towards like not like not deep inside, but like towards the. Uh, wow. Yeah, and they oh. were long acrylics. They were not yeah. like they were long. I mean, it wasn't okay. like Cardi B, but they were sure. long. Sure. I do wear acrylics sometimes, but I don't finger anyone when I... I even think about like when, I mean, when I see nails like that, this is, okay, this is some, I feel exposed. Whenever I see nails like that, I can't help but imagine that hand wrapped around a wee-wee because... <laughs> I would. Are we talking about a penis? Yes, yes, we are. (laughs) Can you tell that I'm so uncomfortable? I don't know what I'm talking about. I've never seen a penis, so uh, I have. I have online, just not in real life. So uh, I would be worried, even as a man. I would think if the nails were that long. Well, I was just gonna say, if your nails are that long, I think hand jobs are few and far between. I think you got a lot of other things you can work uh, in your from your body what do you mean <laughs> now wait, i'm you... doing it wait have either of you had acrylics because i was like it's very easy to give no. a hand job with acrylics oh, okay you know, that, there well, how are you giving a hand job that the acrylics I, would even touch the, the penis the, uh, i i know you're wrapping but it around i would you know when you when you're like um it's just sort of like that it's a dangerous object in the vicinity like i'm it's always more dangerous for for someone's fucking eyes it's not 
I've never, right. I mean, it's like, you literally have to like put it in the tip for that to hurt because it, there's no, it, it would be so hard to, it's much easier to damage a vagina than a penis with acrylic. Look wow, at us learning right so now. Much. We're like the, we're just not nearly as, as femme as you are. So we're like, oh, interesting. <laughs> and you've, you've never doubted your straightness. No, and, and, and it's funny because it's, it, I've thought, thought a lot about it, really dissected it because people, people almost make you, you know, in this day and age, feel weird. I feel weird mm. for being as straight as I am, but like I've really thought about it a lot. And it's not, not like I'm like progress repressing, like, on, like it would be totally fine with me yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I was gay or bisexual, but I'm just not. Uh, but, I, but I always keep, I keep it op- I keep it open in that like, if I feel like I had a crush on a girl in eighth grade and like I would, I Hell would yeah. be like open to that and, you know, like follow it. What so I her always, name? I always, uh, Marcella. Um, oh. Right. <laughs> and like I, I always say if like, if, if I met someone, like maybe my soulmate is a woman and I just haven't met her yet, but just as of now in my 34 years of life, everyone who I've connected with on that deep romantic level has been a man. But yeah. I'm open to it. If Me it too. I adore, I adore that straight people now, because of the age that we live in, have to explain their sexuality so deeply and be like, you know, it could, I could happen. I'm not saying I, I wouldn't do it, but I've, like, I am very straight. Well, I've thought about it. I've thought about it. Um, <laughs> the most the reason for me why I, I feel like I'm very straight is because I am so I have such a masculine energy, even though I like will dress very feminine and, and like uh, like, you know, makeup and things like that and, and bows. Um, but I find women like that are tend to be the most straight, like straight women like that. Like, yeah, I never get vibes from them. It's like the more like uh, traditionally feminine personalities that end up flirting with me the most. Well, yeah, because I feel so masculine already that I need like a really, really, really hyper masculine person. And that's why I'll kind of like, I kind of date people who have like almost like boneheady views just because (laughs) I need to be out masculine and you have to go so far to get, to get, I, I always feel like the man, no matter what. And it's like, and it makes me feel very unsexy and it's a right. problem. Mm. You want someone mm. who's going to bring out the other parts of you that maybe you don't get to have on stage or like with your friends or like, yeah, whatever. I need someone who I can't walk all over. So it has to be someone who's going to like lay down the law in a way that like might not even mm. be okay in 2020. I mean, not <laughs> like not abuse, not abusive, but just like, oh, really like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you want a hyper masculine partner. Yeah, it's necessary because I'm I I'll, I get out of line. <laughs> <laughs> Why isn't dinner on the table, Corinne? <laughs> I, do, I don't know, and I and and also like to feel protected because it's like I can I can handle. I, I've never like come across a situation that I couldn't handle. I mean, it's amazing I haven't been hit in the face yet. It's coming, but not by a man, but 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 like on the street. But anybody, yeah, 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 just but by a colleague. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone working at Radio Shack, if those right, exist anymore. Right, right, right. Um, someone at the street fair. Yeah, uh, Gara, <laughs> did you have gay sex this week? Uh, I did, um, but I'm not gonna talk about that. That's that's for mommy to think about. No, I decided in the bathtub today, so extra gay. That uh, I'm gonna talk about my open relationship. I was gonna say I was like I was like you have a boyfriend, but you have an open relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my boyfriend is bisexual. Uh, I've been like relationship to relationship to relationship, and they've all been with men. Uh, 
and cis men. And I got to a point where I was like, I can't, I really like this guy. I can't really be in a long-term thing while I'm trying to like discover my sexuality. So we decided to open it up. Um, How does one discover themselves? I I'm curious, like what an activity was that you did to discover yourself? Um, I think that activity is just crying a lot and then realizing. <laughs> it's like cry, realize, cry, realize. Got it. Um, and uh, so I'd say like discovering I was bisexual and then discovering I was non-binary in this relationship did a lot for like our sex lives because as I've mentioned on the podcast before, wow, I just feel like a special little snowflake right now. Uh, I have sex in different genders, which is truly <laughs> I know. a 2020. I'm actually really glad that you're going into this because for me, this is like the most advanced sexual behavior. Like I've never... When I think of role play, and I'm not equating it to role play because you are non-binary, that is who you are. So I realize calling it role play is not the oh, same but thing. Like, but like when I'm in it, you know, I'm like a I'm like a boy, but I'm like I'm like a waiter. Like I'm okay, like, I'm like so a there little, are a little waiter. You're a boy teenager. waiter. You're a <laughs> no man always being waiters. <laughs> It's the sexiest job. <laughs> Pizza delivery boy is close. Sure, sure, definitely. But that's what I think. I, I don't think that I could ever commit to the bit hard enough to do role play. You know what I mean? Sure. It would sure. be very oh, hard Oh, you've for never me. done role play, just like in general. No, I've never done role play. Corinne, have you done Got role it. play? Yeah, yeah. I like. I get really hot in wigs, though. So I usually at some point I just take it off. I re my la I remember the la like the last time I was like in a costume. I just remember it was great until my head started overheating because I guess it it wasn't like a it was like more of a Halloween wig than a wig that you would actually wear out. And I was like, this does not breathe. Like, oh, <laughs> so you, but wow. you were full on wig. costume. I I love costumes though. Like I mean, I'll just dress up in a costume on a Tuesday and take photos of myself like I truly love dressing up and that's like one of my least favorite things about stand-up comedy I feel like I have to dress so boring mm, so as not mm, to interfere yeah like you can't come on like a fucking people you know, don't realize act. they don't yeah, realize right. how much you're trying to understate everything on stage so that the jokes can stand alone but yeah right. I'll say very quickly my one experience with role play I was dating this girl out of college and she like I had this shirt that kind of sort of looked like I was some sort of handyman Nice. I love that. Did you say Gavin on it? Like, no, it didn't. Not quite. Not quite. But it was sort of like that. And I put it on, and she was like, "You kind of look like a handyman." And I was like, "Is that a thing for you? Like, are you are you into that?" And she was like, "I don't know." And I was like, "Okay, that okay." So I said, "I said, hey, uh, heard you got a broken lamp in here." No. No. And then, a broken um, lamp? Who's hiring a handyman for a lamp? Just buy a new lamp. My ex-girlfriend. <laughs> but I, this was all improv. Obviously, I, I had was not yet a comedian. And then we just had sex immediately after that. That was the extent of the role play. Got that it. was enough Got that it. she needed. But anyway, continue, Gara. I'm sorry. Yeah, role play, role play is... It could be scary and intimidating. So it did take us like a while to get to that point. But I will say the best role play I ever did was we role played. It was our first date, which was we had been That's like two years common. in. Yeah. And it and it worked like it, it truly was like it was the most insane thing I've ever done, because when you're role playing, you have to 
buy into i'm a great actor that's what i'm gonna say i'm a really good actor you guys please hire i don't think me. it's the uh, same skill i don't think it's the same skill <laughs> well it's it's like truly you can be both into- i'm saying you can be both but I am both, so <laughs> a sex fiend and a great actor. <laughs> um, but anyway, people are wondering what I say to people who come at me for my open relationship, and I don't give a flying fuck what anyone else thinks about my relationship. Thank you for the snaps. Ooh, no problem. As a 23-year-old, the snaps make me come. That's baby. the first Love time the I've ever done that. <laughs> but, like, it's not your business. And for anyone else who wants to judge any of their friends for being in a relationship or someone that you might not even know, that is not your relationship. Therefore, you don't get to make any assumptions about it. Well, it's just sort of like one of those things that I'm sure people – if you knew the details of every single sexual part of your friend's relationship, you might have judgmental thoughts about it. You know what I mean? Definitely. But the difference is an open relationship is a public aspect of it. Right. It's also like just welcome to the world of sex podcasting. Like there's full Reddit threads about my vagina. Like, you know, <laughs> like it's, a, it's, it's great in many ways, oh but it's my God. also the worst. Wait, like the only please. reason I am literally in therapy because of the guys Wait, we fucked podcast. Please, oh please tell me about just one comment on the Corinne Fisher's vagina Reddit thread. Please. Well, well because we were talking about it before. Like, I mean, it was a, a, bit, a big part. Like I didn't even know that like having larger labia was like a thing until I was like 29 years old and I mean that was like right around the time we started guys we fucked uh so it was that like some people were writing in that they felt like um uh, insecure about their labia yeah yeah just for the listener I'll say right now my left one is a little bigger than my right one (laughs) that was a lot yeah I mean there's very (laughs) in like in it like hetero porn it's always that like tucked one and apparently like in Australia Australia if you're in porn magazines they edit it to look so that your vagina looks tucked I think I think Stoya was talking to us about that like they had edited her labia um (laughs) just a funny phrase yeah like so that became like my platform just like speaking about you're an ally you're like a representative representative of the large labia community because the the LLC yeah (laughs) and then people are actually getting like vaginoplasty which is a a shame because you're cutting off sensitive tissue because it's like it feels good to touch those areas and it's like if you're cutting it off you're just adjusting yourself uh for the male gaze and then you're robbing yourself of more pleasure which you certainly don't need to do especially as a straight woman because you're getting so little already (laughs) (laughs) but what thank you for sharing that yeah, but, that's so that's, you know, just one, one of the many things I like to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gara, can you can you just because I know the listener is going to be curious. Can you just met, like so you you pick a gender when you can you break this down? Just like give me one example of the, the flow, the timeline of events of like you're hooking up. I would love to. OK, yeah. so 7, 10 p.m. I eat like, you know, a little bit of a big supper. No. <laughs> Does the supper um, match the gender of the person? Definitely, that- definitely. So like a lasagna, like I'm I'm a big man, you know? <laughs> big boy. Gender's dead except for food, okay? All food is gendered. Right, you're having a sloppy joe. What are those called? A hearty, hearty, hearty? What's the name of that? What's the name of that TV dinner? What? What's the name of that TV dinner? Hungry Man. Hungry Man. Oh, I used to love those. Mm. I'm a hungry yeah. man tonight, Jacob. 
Uh, yeah. Um, no, I, uh, you know, it, it all is based on however I'm feeling in that specific moment. But uh, I, I will say, and this is just for me, I don't know anyone else's experience, but like, I, you know, will cut out certain things. So like, I won't, if I'm like, you know, being, you know, like a twink, like a little tiny twink, I like won't have them stimulate my clit. Wow, this is, if my parents That's ever fucking thing. listen to this. <laughs> so you have him avoid certain areas of your body depending on the gender that you've chosen for the right, role play. Right, right. And that's not the, because uh, like, you know, I, you know, am linking gender to genitalia. Hey, I'm across the board, y'all. I do not care. But like in that case, like I'm like, you know, I got a bussy, you know? Got it, got it. A bussy. So, you know, you got to kind of like play with what you're working with, if that makes sense. Have you gotten into routines where he knows if you pick the certain gender, he kind of knows what to do? Yeah, he's very good. My my boyfriend Jacob is, he's <laughs> he's incredibly uh, astute. What is the word? Uh, 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 That's wise, it. I don't know yeah. what I'm trying to say. Wait, one last thing. And do you pick like... Do you do you tell him like at the beginning? Like when do you tell him? No, I make him figure it out as if I would like as if I'd be like, guess, guess my gender, misgender me, bitch. Like no, no, no. Well, maybe you do that for like a like a little bit of a like BDSM type of thing, but like mental BDSM. Right, right. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Well, that's great. Well, thank you. I think we're. I never actually like saying the phrase. I think we're running out of time because that's when everyone stops listening as soon as i fucking say that <laughs> really i notice i go through the i don't know if you do this but i go through like the listening um graph and as soon as i'm like well we're running out of time people turn it off that's weird i mean I, I, it drops off yeah hmm. i don't know yeah i mean I, I used to look through it like years ago now i'm like you get what you get I don't okay care. i get it i'm a noob uh <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing it's um, good it's new it's fresh you're you're charting girl um thank you oh my god thank you that's all i really wanted from this was right? for corinne fisher to say you are charting girl charting um, and i got it um thank you thank you for taking the time of um, course. you're a great great guest uh do you want to plug anything i mean yeah guys we fucked podcast it's exclusively on luminary now but i mean we have like six and a half years of free archive on itunes and spotify and then i have a new podcast like i said with joe DeRosa called without a country it's on the gas digital network but again comes out on uh itunes and spotify and all that kind of stuff uh for free on saturdays and we're just uh looking at the most controversial news stories of the week from the perspective of the extreme right and the extreme left oh, and wow. finding some sanity in the middle that is so cool i love that yeah, it's been really fun. Um, I think bubbles are uh, the fucking worst. I think everyone's bubble sounds totally insane. Yeah, and so, yeah, we'll, we'll literally get the same story as covered by, like, Breitbart and then Vice, and then we'll be like, where is the, where are the facts in here? Right. And how, how can we have a civil discussion? Because I think the problem is that when you're in the bubble, you, you, no matter, like, I feel like, because I'm on the left, you know, uh, yeah, so, and as as me and Joe, I mean, we're kind of like we call ourselves liberals gone rogue, uh, right? But like right. neither of us, it's ne like neither of us voted for Donald Trump. It's not like that's not the the premise, right? Totally, no, no, totally, no, no. That would be really, really rogue. Um, <laughs> so it's like if you really want to work and really want to make sure that that you know, like D Donald Trump isn't elected again, like I think it's important to you know preach outside the choir and listen to other choirs, etc. Yeah, you're never gonna be able to like get some of those votes back if you don't understand the perspective of the people who voted for him 
Yeah, that's what I do with like feminism and stuff. And Christine and I have been doing that for a long time. Like we'll go on Fox News, but it's like, yeah, because then you can go on Fox News and and present feminism and be like, oh, you see, this isn't like scary the way that you thought it was. Totally. I, I describe myself as a gay person for straight people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> tr- truly, because that's like, smart. like they're if we want to normalize gay sex, the straight people sort of have to like understand that coming back to scissoring um that's just clitoral stimulation and all all women do it when when they're on top when you're in cowboy right. like that's kind of what scissoring and actually scissoring is. all my right. life exactly exactly yeah. all women scissor well all people with ah i'm not even gonna try <laughs> um this all has- people with clits did you fuck up fuck up your own show i did i can't even put this out anymore yeah let's start over we gotta we gotta record again yeah well thank you corinne i i think we're done um now what i can put this down hey guys thanks for listening just one more plug to the fuck donald trump hats they're super cool they look super good they're really high quality and 10 percent goes to the navajo and hopi covid19 relief fund and i i learned that one in 514 people in Navajo Nation have died from coronavirus. So it's a really big problem. So go ahead and check out those hats. It's uh, thefdt.co or check out my Instagram. It'll be there. Now some shout outs to our patrons. Our patrons make these episodes possible. I'm not even kidding. They literally pay for the podcast. We've got on Instagram at Jordan Wyme. I'm going to spell that. Jordan, like the regular spelling, the the typical. Sp- I'm going to get canceled. And then Wyme, W. I-E-M-E. Then also on Instagram, we have Rebecca Keeney, R-E-B-E-K-A-H-K-E-A-N-E-Y. And then also on Instagram, we have at Barbie Graveyard. Exactly as you would think. And then we got Lexa underscore Rosa, two X's in there. And then last one, at jmpy91 all on instagram thank you so much you guys i appreciate you please follow them they are part of the we're having gay sex community and uh thank you for making this episode possible oh and if you'd like to donate it's patreon.com slash whgs